the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit, LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60% less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com. Ah, feast your eyes upon this, mateys. Gents, I give you Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Listening to the Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. <laughs> I'm your pirate co-host Rick Ropes, and I be Dan Ratcliffe. Hard baby. And Tiana, our little parrot, is on our shoulder. Oops, she did it again right there. I knew she wasn't house trained. Look what you made her do. Look what you made her do. Hard baby. It is talk like a pirate day. <laughs> And that hurts my voice. <laughs> Notice I went British with that. You did, I you did bit, yeah. right at the end. At least, right I at the end. at least I didn't go Indian. Hey, talking like an Indian. Love you from the heart of my yeah, bottom. Oh, my goodness. No, you know, uh, that hurts. That really does hurt my voice. Yeah, yeah, it does if you do it too much. Welcome sure. to Tuesday. Not sure that uh, she can talk like a pirate, but we'll I see. I bet she can. She, uh, we'll see. We'll do see it. if she can. Do it, Tiana. Arg, matey. Yeah, see, that's, that's good. See, that's good. One more time. Arg, matey. That's like, pretty good. That's good. I like you that. sound like a cat with a hairball. No. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, <laughs> Rick. Oh, my God. No, I was talking about Rachel Faulkner Brown. Maybe she can talk. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking okay, about Tiana. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That's okay. We could give, uh, you know, the star of stage and gr- screen here to my left yeah. to give her a chance. Can you talk like a parrot? She's not been. He, he called well, you yeah, a parrot. Can you I don't think so. No. <laughs> That's what we need. We need a studio pet. We do. That would be awesome. We need a chia pet. That's what we need. <laughs> well, they don't talk as much as parrots do. But uh, In the green room, Rachel Faulkner-Brown, I hope, uh, if she's listening to us now, she probably is uh, turning around just like uh, <laughs> just like Batman and Robin used what to back in into? the 60s. <laughs> talk like a pirate day. Jake used to hate it when uh, he was younger, and I'd give him uh, I'd give him a bath as a kid, and I would always do do voices. And Scrubby yeah. Scrubby the pirate was one of the voices. <laughs> I go, Arr, Jake, I'm scrubbing the barnacles off your behind." <laughs> <laughs> and he would look at me and go, "Dad, stop! Aww. You're scaring, You're scaring me. me!" Of course, oh. that's all I needed to keep going, right? He probably hates pirates now, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's why he's on the uh, Dr. Phil show. Poor he kid needs therapy today. So, <laughs> well, it's good to have you. Where were you oh, yesterday? Oh, thanks. I was in Raleigh, North Carolina. Did you see Ange and Barn? And no, that's I near did Mayberry, not. isn't it? Okay, <laughs> it was a pretty long drive, like six and a half hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you have fun though? Were you there yeah, for a specific so reason? Or yes, I was. Okay. Mm-hmm. You did what? I I had fun. It was a fun time. All right, let's get specific. What is fun in your book? Um. Well, what's the big f you in in your book? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we toured downtown Raleigh, which was cool, and different parts of town. We yeah. we who? Yes, I went to see my boyfriend Jack. Oh. He lives there. <laughs> oh, 
number 70. And <laughs> Wait a minute. No, wait. The studio audience loves Thank you, everyone. That you went to see Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it's true. Um, and I met some of his friends. Yeah. Um, and he has a cute puppy, so we, we took her to the dog park a lot. Oh, All right. Yep. <laughs> Cody was there. Cody. <laughs> and Cody was there. Cody, Cody was went there. with us. Yeah. Yes, it's true. He actually blew the leaves in front of you two so you could walk effortlessly through... Uh, Raleigh, wow. Jack, huh? So you know Jack. I knew yes, that I do the know entire Jack. time. Nobody can tell you don't know Jack. You mm-hmm. can say yes. I do. Jack. I do know Jack. When when are you going to bring Jack on the show? Um, he doesn't live here. He lives in Raleigh. So next but he's time been he's here. in Atlanta, yes, you guys did meet him. Yeah. You'll have to meet him again yeah. next time he's here. Now that y'all are, you know, Facebook official, we do need to meet him again. I know you do. Yeah. Facebook official. Yeah. Did you meet his family? No, I haven't. They live here in Atlanta. I haven't mm. met them yet. Oh, they do. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So he's from here. Steve and mom know about Jack? They do. Steve and mom do know mom, about mom? Jack. My mom also knows, yes. Mm-hmm. I, so I told everyone. And Every- they can't believe it. I, I think my dad almost, he didn't believe me. He was like, are you dating? <laughs> I'm like, dad, no, I really am. And he's like, are you? <laughs> are you really? Are you really, Tiana? <laughs> well, you know, it was bound to happen. I mean, 69 blind dates, number 70. I, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling this is the one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Cody agrees. <laughs> Cody does agree. I can, I can feel it in my bones. Well, that's awesome. We did miss you yesterday. Oh, I miss you guys too. Did I'm glad to be back. Ab- did we talk about it? Oh, you her are not all? glad yes, to be back. Yes, I am. <laughs> are Don't you kidding lie me? like that. <laughs> oh boy yeah anyway did you notice now um and you know shamso right how well I do don't you, you don't know <laughs> you don't know shamso no i do i do I just i'm lunch kidding with her every day i don't know her all there. right moving right along we're just acquaintances how well do you know shamso i feel like pretty well why okay. do you know that uh first of all uh, she is a um, she loves country music. Mm-hmm. I did know that. I mean, yes. She is a country music gal. Yeah, mm-hmm. aficionado. But she will. likes yes. wrestling too. Did you know that? I did know that television wrestling that's mm-hmm. not real. Right. Have you but, prayed for her about that? I mean, a little bit yeah, here and there. Should yeah. In some churches, that could be a devil, couldn't it? <laughs> it could be. Like, yes. Believing in wrestling. Ashland. <laughs> wrestling. Ashland. That's the devil right wrestling. there. Wrestling. Yesterday we go out to the parking lot. And, uh, whoops, I lost some audio there. Uh-oh. Is that just me? Is that that's, just that's just you. Just you. Yeah, just, you. just you. Okay. So yesterday I went to the parking lot, and you had left earlier because you had an appointment or something. Right, right. And uh, when I got there, well, you encountered uh, Shamso, mm-hmm. and I did as well later. Right. And so the topic was, Shamso, what are you doing uh, in the parking garage in your car? Yeah. And she said she's... Watching wrestling on her phone. Watching okay. wrestling. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. She was catching up I'm so she surprised. could watch it again uh, and, and be caught up, I guess, this week. So it's like a, a soap opera or something, I guess. I I don't know. I've was... seen it a few times. Yeah. Eh, you know, it's a okay. soap opera? I, I guess. It's what it sounded like. It's like, like a, it's story. a new, new thing every week. So, yeah, yeah. it's There's a storyline and like... Yeah. People are there's a love triangle, a love uh, triangle in yeah. wrestling. Okay. Yeah, it gets yeah, yeah. it's I, pretty intense. I, it's I, like Days of Our Lives. I took her as more intelligent than <laughs> than that. You? Well, she's very intelligent. She yeah. is. But, you know, we Everyone's all have our got faults. Their, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We exactly. have our vices. Is that her sin? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dear Jesus, yes. deliver me from this rashland. Heal her from the rashland. Yes. What's your name, devil? <laughs> uh, birthdays today include, uh, love this guy, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, he's, woo, uh, I love Jimmy Fallon. He's 43 today. I'm Sarah, and if you're wondering, that's S-A-R-A, with no H, because H's are L! Yeah. Yeah. 
I picked that clip because I knew you Hilarious. would like that. I love that's, it. I that's love dance. It. awesome. I don't care for that that sketch oh, that much. Oh, it's my favorite. I love it. But I know you love that. Yeah. So what is it about that? Do you like that one? Oh, yeah. It's funny. Anything Jimmy Fallon touches is hilarious. It's golden. Yes, yeah. it's golden. Yeah. Ow. I like thank you notes. Ow. Donna loves thank you notes as well. We enjoy that. And his tweets, uh, the, the, I mean, the Twitter, yes. you know, when he has, uh, has people write in different oh, Twitter. Oh, yes. Yeah. And he like writes them down. Yeah, I also like awesome. when he does bits with Blake Shelton, the country singer. They like try sushi or like Blake teaches yes. Jimmy to milk a cow. Yeah. Those are hilarious. <laughs> They're so funny. Yes, good now, stuff. Now I'm, I'm an old guy, and to me, the Tonight Show was Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson. And then the Jay Leno years, I didn't watch it. He's he's okay. He's all right. But when Fallon came on, man, he just he turned it around. I'm a big fan he, of he, Jimmy Fallon. He rocked it. So yeah. I think he's uh, amazing. Dan and I went to Star Bizzle this morning. Mm-hmm. No surprise there. Mm-hmm. Right. We were listening, and they were playing all things disco this morning. Were they? Which is very unusual for Starbucks. I don't know. Well, I tell you, I, I'll tell you why. Remember they played La Chic? Yeah. Right? La Freak. La Freak. La Freak by, what's, by Chic. What's La Chic? I'm not sure what I La Chic is. I you made that up. La Freak is the name of the La song. La Freak. Yeah. The band's by name the is group, Chic. Chic. Yeah. Or I should know that. I, I played yeah. Chic. That's a razor. <laughs> uh, I should know that because I played it. Remember Nile Rodgers is the leader. I think he's the guitar player as well. It's his mm. birthday today. He ah. is... 60, uh, 65 today. It Still discoing too, I think. Yeah, they're playing uh, uh, cruise ships yeah. and, uh, and uh, casinos. And retirement homes. Yeah. Awesome. And hey, Phyllis, Bennett's, uh, Phyllis Bennett's birthday <laughs> uh, party probably as well. Is she's it a her di- birthday? She, no, I'm just saying, but she's a disco Coming up. queen. So Coming up, yeah. You know, she would love that. She is a disco queen. Yeah. queen. I love that one jacket she has. It's uh, the, the mariachi jacket kind of. <laughs> mariachi right? jacket. She has a few of those, yeah. I think. She's got some really good ones for sure. Trisha Yearwood is uh, 53, and uh, I, you and I, we don't talk about it much. You yeah. make mention of it on, on the air about you losing your hair. You're not completely bald. Are you a little insecure about that at all? I'm not insecure at all. I, I know <laughs> that it's for going asking, away. Rick. <laughs> I, don't I think... am now. Should I be? <laughs> well, everybody on Facebook uh, is watching you. Okay. All right. So, uh, no, I consider you the sexy one. And so does um, the University of Pennsylvania. The whole university? Whoa. <laughs> wow, I Mr. need to go Popular there. Mr. Popular over here. <laughs> that Dan Radcliffe gets around. <laughs> well, if you ever notice, like at events, if Dan and I show up, and it's okay. I'm not bitter much about this. Right. <laughs> right? But mm-hmm. we show up, and they all look at Dan. And uh, I'm like, uh, I'm... That's well, uh, usually because I have something in my tooth, or, you know, I've got a booger <laughs> hanging Are you out Dan or, you know. Radcliffe? <laughs> the star of stage and screen? Yeah. University of Pennsylvania found that bald men... I don't consider you bald. I don't I'm either. Not, I've got He's hair. not bald. All right. Well, let's just say that you're mildly uh, that you're almost. I'm, I'm, fi- I'm in a recession. Yeah. Okay. A mild recession. Yeah. It says bald men are confident, uh, dominant, and they look taller. And uh, another study says that they are indeed sexier. They look taller. How does being bald taller. make you look taller? I don't get that. I, I have I would, no idea. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. the U- University of of Pennsylvania. So okay. Don't ever. If you lose your hair, I figure if I lose my hair. Uh, that I'll just let it go. Yeah. I'm not going to wear. Let it go. I mean, would you ever spray your head or use one of those yeah. or use a tube or something? Do like a chia pet type thing? A tube, no. a, uh, a, a tube, a tube or a tube. A... No, no, I just, I just shave it. I'd, I'd would take you? it all off. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah, awesome. Definitely. Well, there you go. Do you feel better now? Do you feel sexier? I, I do need to go visit the University of go. Pennsylvania. Or, or Did you want to call Kathy and uh, we'll just do the show on? Well, our own? you know, she's at work, so. Uh, Later. We'll, we'll let her do her job. <laughs> she calls you, you love my sexy boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, we need some redemption on yes, this show. Yes, we do. Let's, Amen. Go to, let's go to the green room and get uh, Rachel Fogner Brown, Be Still Ministries. We'll be back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Just when you thought it was safe to turn on the radio, it's Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. I got this feeling. Little Justin Timberlake there. How come you didn't get uh, Justin Timberlake singing like a pirate? That would have been awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to uh, Tuesday. It's the Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. I'm going to talk like a pirate when we come in. I think you should. Does that not hurt your your voice at all? Your Uh, If I do it too long, yeah, it does. But... uh, yeah. Now, when I used to smoke like 60 packs a day, I could do it easy. <laughs> now that you right? just do 20 packs a day, you can't do it Remember much, when right? we had the little girl that worked here that was about the size of Tiana? Yeah. She's a little older, yeah. and that was her natural voice. It was like, right. hey, boys, <laughs> how are you? How you doing? <laughs> and she was like 20-something, and she sounded like an old New York lady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we miss her, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. She did some great commercials. Sweet lady. It's a, I'm really surprised that Rachel came back. I know. Especially <laughs> after today's intro. Rachel Fogner Brown, Be Still Ministries. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be back with y'all. This is so fun. We were talking before the mics were, were hot mm-hmm. that we have a mutual friend. Yeah. We don't really consider her a friend. Right. She's just an acquaintance to she's us. She's like the little sister that we like to pick on a lot. <laughs> little? I thought she was older than me. Well, she's older than, older than me. me. She's older than me. <laughs> I think she's younger than you, but older than me. So, Boy, if she's watching or listening, we are in deep yogurt, Dan Radcliffe. Yeah, we usually are. Susan Norris, uh, Rescuing Hope. We just did the gala on Saturday Mm -hmm. night, and again, it was uh, off the hook. Mm -hmm. And from what I understand, now unless she's just, and she's not one to blow smoke, but she said that we- Well, she doesn't smoke usually, so. (laughs) She said we did a great job, and the folks Mm -hmm. that were there- and there were some people there. I mean, some yeah. important people yeah. there yeah. that were ready to uh, to spend some money on yeah. uh, what we were auctioning. I off. still don't yeah. know how we got involved in that crew because yeah. that way, they're way above our pay grade. Oh, way above, guys. yeah, definitely. But anyway, we'll find out the total. I think she said like twenty grand plus. Yeah, twenty wow. twenty twenty five thousand just on the auction alone. So. Yeah, for rescuing mm-hmm. hope, the curriculum mm-hmm. to go into middle schools and to continue uh, that amazing. A ministry, and she's mm-hmm. she's going to speak, or she spoke she at Be Still. She is November fourteenth. She's going to speak. She's going to be over in Ackworth speaking at Be Still, okay. which is so fun because I just met her. But you know, I meet you one time, and you're already my friend. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> she's my friend. Maybe she, she has that personality. Well, yeah. I, you, knowing Susan, maybe you should do a background check yeah. on her before she exactly. before she speaks. Hey, I figure anybody who starts ministry like what she's done, yeah. and you know, did it for six years, yes. just she and her husband. Yes. And, and that's kind of my story with Be Still. Like we've done it for almost four years with just you know me, myself, and I, and my husband, and some chairs, and mm-hmm. right. you know, and lots of people, a prayer team helping, but not like officially organized. Right. And so you know, now that we're getting officially organized, I was like, I want to pick your brain, Susan, because y'all did this. And her husband finally looked at her and said, We can't help and reach as many people as we could if we don't invite other people into the story and that's mm-hmm. kind of that's kind of where i am with be still like we want to invite more people into the story so we can reach more people that's right. just part of it that's real interesting that you should say that because yesterday we had a guy on who is a life coach his name is jimmy starnes mm-hmm. and he works close with fca mm-hmm. and he's uh, amazing and he talks specifically about that that's what he does mm-hmm. he goes into businesses and ministries and says okay this is where you want to go well, this is what you have to do. Right. And he goes to North Point. He's a great he's, yeah. he's a great guy. 
And what was his wife's name? It was Mandy, right? Because Mandy, yeah, because we, we picked on Mandy, him about yeah. singing Mandy and Barry Manilow <laughs> yeah. and, that, and that kind of thing. But uh, anyway, that's really important. So I'm yeah. glad you uh, connected with her. Let's yeah. talk about this. Be Still Ministries vision for all women to embrace their freedom. Over 1,500, probably more than that now, have <laughs> yeah. been through or to Be Still and some unbelievable testimonies. Let's catch yeah. up a little bit. What's been going on since we talked to you last, yeah. besides hooking uh, Susan Norris? Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, we had a meeting last night, actually. We had a be still last night. So we do one a month. So it's so fun. And it's not always the same place. No, right? we move all over the city. That's that's kind of the model is home, you know, because I love the safety of home. It's a little different than a church. You wouldn't necessarily some people who wouldn't come to church with you but they would go to somebody's house to hear a story and of course always those stories are going to be full of Jesus and what mm-hmm. he can do for you and the healing power of what he's done for other people because you know the whole um, basis is we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and I've, I've said that before but I think it just it's never a verse that I want to forget because yeah. our stories are powerful I mean mm-hmm. just this morning I was talking to a friend who was there and prayed with a girl and the impact you know that the potential that we see in people when we pray for them that come to be still we see it they don't see it mm-hmm. and then when they get a hold of it because mm-hmm. we speak that truth into their life mm-hmm. it's amazing i mean i cannot tell you the women who've come whose lives are never the same and that's what i always say when i post it on instagram or on social media or just talking to people i'm like you have no idea the impact of one night and how that can change your life and mm-hmm. last night i you know my whole my when i get up and introduce myself self and what we're going to do so people don't feel like they're going to have to share their own story and get all nervous. <laughs> I'm like, we really have someone planned. You're not going to have to share your story. But I did say, I really want this to be a night where you get interrupted, where mm. you get interrupted by the love of Jesus. Mm. Because when you get interrupted, an eruption can occur in your own life to bless and bring the glory of God through your own pain. Because mm. when you see it that way, um, that's where lives get changed. So you're yeah, talking it's fun. about you're talking about be still ministries. You said something interesting, um, which I'm a believer in 100 yeah. percent that we need each other. Yeah, and so we walk through this thing. If we isolate ourselves, we listen to the voices, mm-hmm. we see the past, we get stuck, and we don't walk in in true freedom, man or woman. Right. Right. Totally. So that's why women, when they get together, something about mm-hmm. when women get together. <laughs> Because they do go in like a flock or uh, it's a gaggle, a pastoral gaggle, you know, everywhere they go. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting, too, that you said that women would get nervous telling their story. I wouldn't think so, but you would know better than I do. I know that men do. Men get nervous Mm -hmm. when it comes time to step up and talk about and be real. Yeah. It's not that they don't love God. It's just, uh, well, I'm, I'm on the spot now and I'm just out, I'm out of, out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's the same for women. Well, I think so. Well, and I'm I'm only saying that because like, I mean, not they... for you. You're a superhero. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Definitely not. I mean, Jesus is the superhero, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> so, so yes, I'll own that. Yeah. Um, but he, um, you know, I think when you come to be still, like I'm just saying, I don't want to put people on the spot by having to tell their story without having a little prep. Okay. Right. You know. Right. So, but I do think you operate out of two places. You operate out of love, or you operate out of fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are. That's it. Everything boils down to those. So if you're afraid of what your friends think, you're going to be nervous telling your story. Hmm. If you're not if you're not done with the shame in your life and you haven't given that over to Jesus, 
you are going to be afraid. I mean, I know there's public speaking is the number one fear. In fact, Clay up at North Point is doing a message right now called Scared to Death, a message series. And it's on this very thing because it's really powerful in our lives. The I mean, t- the top three are death. Mm-hmm, speaking in public. Is it divorce? Speaking in public is more than death. It's number one. <laughs> so wow. people are more afraid yes. to speak in public. Than yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Isn't that crazy? What, hmm. what if you were dead and spoke in public? That would be huge. <laughs> yeah, forget it. Man, that's a, that's a truckload of fear. Rachel Fogner Brown and Be Still. Remind us, uh, Be Still. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, you think of Be Still. And why is it so hard for us to be still? Mm. Why is it so hard for us to dial down and uh, just say, do, do do we, I know, I mean, our schedules are busy and crazy. Our lives yeah. are, it's important that we be still. Yeah. The Bible tells us to be still and know that I'm God. Totally. Why is it so difficult? Well, I, you know, there's that song, y'all are music people, the noise speaks louder than the truth. Mm. And I think we just have so much noise in our lives. I mean, I think, you know, the iPhone really has changed life for the better on some good. Yeah. And for the worse on mm-hmm. a lot of goods. Definitely. You know, Jenny um, Allen from If Gathering posted about how she literally got so excited about new technology you know five six years ago she'd be like oh i can't wait to get my new iphone 4 i can't wait to get my new iphone 5 and now she's like i dread it it hurts my heart because what it means for women men everybody Mm -hmm. you know i just think the noise in our life is so great and the problems um in our life feel so heavy Mm -hmm. that it is hard to be still because we are working we're working to figure it out Mm -hmm. instead of like you know there are no problems in heaven Mm -hmm. so when you see yourself seated in heavenly realms i'm at the right hand of the father i'm the head not the tail if you speak those truths to yourself and not the lies you're going to be above you know and it seems to be getting worse for the younger generations because I watch my son yeah. and he cannot stand yeah. to just sit and not do anything. Mm-hmm. He's got to always be doing something on his phone or on the computer. He cannot just sit and be still. No, so maybe so we can talk hard. about how we can get them away from that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Let's do that. And I do want to talk about because uh, women are being transformed, have been transformed with mm-hmm. be still, going to be transformed. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about some testimonies, yeah. some real true life stories yeah. that you can share with sure. us. And uh, what's coming up for you and Be Still, uh, Be Still Ministries. We'll be right back. It's a hard break. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. They're in the sweet spot of their mediocre radio careers. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. You know, this is what happens when I get excited and we start talking. I, I forget to hit a button, and then then that happens. You forget to hit a button? I know. You, Dan Radcliffe? I know. It never happens, does it? Welcome to Tuesday, the Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Pro, And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Happy Tuesday. The vocal on that, that guy sounds like a pirate as well. That I bet is... he does talk like a pirate. <laughs> Did we ask Rachel if she could talk like a pirate? We have not yet. We have not yet. My little voice on the Pirates baseball team, and mm-hmm. he was doing the cheers the other day, and he yeah. was like, walk the plank, Mets. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Davis. Like, let's calm down on the cheering. <laughs> Take the saber. <laughs> oh, that oh is, is funny. Shiver me, Timber. This is a great game. That's awesome. Rachel Wagner Brown, Be Still Ministries. We're talking all things Be Still Ministries. We're talking a little bit about her husband mm-hmm. flying all over the place, right? Yep. Because yep. he's a part, he's on staff at uh, North Point. 
and I forgot his first name. Rod. 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 Yeah. I'll just call him Reverend Brown. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love that. Oh the gosh. right Reverend Brown. The first funeral I ever did as a minister, it was, uh, I was like 28 years old, mm-hmm. 29 years old. And it was, uh, it was like an old school yeah. funeral home. And they're more hip now. They have flashing lights and disco balls. <laughs> okay. But, wow. But, I haven't been to those. I, but, but, yeah. uh, I've been to a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was like the old kind of, you know, the organ that's like right. creepy. Oh, and yeah. so uh, I was in, he put me in some kind of green room, which wasn't oh, green. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he came in and he was like, Reverend, <laughs> it's time. And I was like. I Who are you talking to? <laughs> Me? I like that voice. <laughs> Reverend. He did. He talked like, it was like, Reverend. I mean, he probably talked like this, you know, oh normally, gosh. but when he's uh, talking to reverends. Anyway, I, I digress. Uh, anyway, we've got to have your, your husband back. He's yes. an amazing man. You have an amazing story, and we yeah. had talked about it the first time we had you on the show. We really want to get into more of Be Still sure. and what's going on there with the transformation of uh, lives there for women. We talked about Catalyst while the mic was off. Dan mm-hmm. and I are part of Catalyst. They've asked us so graciously every year to do our show live, and we're going to do that again. That oh, Where are the fun. dates on that? Is October, October 5th and 6th. And 6th. 5th and 6th. I'll be there. I'll come well, see you. Well, you're real. Yeah, come yes, see us. you got to be will. on the show. That would be know, awesome. I know. I know. We'll show up. Also, awesome. uh, the stuff is on our website. You can go to faithtalkatlanta.com, find out more about Catalyst and how you can be a part. While you're there, Alistair Begg's new book, Parenting God's Way. Do you see the list? We're like number five in the Salem chain. We want to be number one, though. We want to be number one, and it's yeah. only those that are watching and listening that can do that. Get the free book from Alistair Begg. It's called Aww. Parenting God's Way, faithtalkatlanta.com. Didn't we, we were number one for somebody. Who yeah. was that? Was that Focus on the Family, or was that, who was that? Do uh, I don't remember. It was somebody, a couple of months ago. We the, were giving somebody, away something free through a yeah. ministry, and they bumped us up to number one. We were number of, one, yep. We were number no one. No longer number two. We are now number one. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> nope. No, that's our career, number two. <laughs> but we're number one as far as here at uh, Salem. Anyway, Rachel uh, Faulkner Brown talking about Be Still. So you had one last night. Yeah. And you do this. Once a month. It's once, once a, month. a month. Yeah, we take off May and December just because, you know, May and December. There's so much going on. Yeah, with yeah. End yeah. of the school. You know, we kind of do it at the end of the month and kind of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We kind of rotate it depending on the host, the speaker, who's coming and you know, kind of what area of town we're in and what they have going on. So we try and, um, but yeah, once a month seems to be really good. I mean, uh, um, you know, with, again, just being me, bringing my 50 chairs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Doing much more than once a month, you know, that's probably good, you know. And and it gives people that little, you know, inoculation of rest, you know, where they really get to sit, especially women. We were talking about that earlier, too, just how hard it is to be still. And I think for women, like, you really do – you know, the laundry is loud. Yes. The kids are loud. Yes. Their activities are loud. And, you know, we're in this, like, psycho crazy world of, like, kids' sports. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what is happening? I didn't play a sport till I, mean, I didn't play a sport ever. But, I mean, most of my friends didn't play a sport till seventh grade right. mm-hmm. They started at, like, school. two now. It's and now, crazy. I mean, yeah. you've got three-year-olds out there with cleats on. I'm yeah. like, wait, what is happening? You know, and that requires getting there. And we live in Atlanta. I mean, you know what I mean? Yes. So it's just, mm-hmm. like, the time is so just diminished and um i heard a statistic today like you spend nine full days like commuting yeah of your life no doubt now was that done in atlanta that wasn't done, i don't even think <laughs> that was in atlanta i, I think mean, it's i spent nine days that. getting here today so <laughs> 
I've been commuting and for then, nine years this month. Yeah. I, I'm so, so I'm so tired yeah. of traffic and commuting. Yeah. I can't imagine I with women mothers with that load. So I'm thinking that with all the things that are going on, used to be right. Calgon take me away. Right. Here's be still an opportunity for them to sit. Yeah. And to soak in. Yeah. And yeah. you talk a, a lot about freedom. Mm-hmm. What is the freedom? What happens when they go to be still? Yeah. Well, I think that's the that's the different is you're coming to a home so it feels really comfortable yeah. and then you know you get to fellowship with your friends or you know that's such a churchy word but you get to hang out with your people <laughs> and you may not know anybody and that's what blows my mind is last night as I was greeting these ladies who I'd never met I mean you know half the room I never have met because mm-hmm. they just hear about it and hear about it from somebody or read it on Instagram and um, here they are walking in alone, a lot of them, because they're driving from their place. Mm-hmm. They don't know anybody else who's coming, but they know they need to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, they just feel that just calling. Like, I know I need to sit here. And I'm like, my gosh, I won't even eat at a restaurant by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm so shocked when women show up alone to a random house in a random neighborhood. I don't think guys would mind. do that. I don't no. think guys mind. would do that. I don't, I don't know that they would. Well, either. I think if you come, you know, usually a lot of times they've been one time. Right. And so they just know something's different here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to experience the presence of God. And if you don't know that you personally host the presence of God, you want to be somewhere where you're like, these this feels different, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's a combination of things. It's anointed worship. I mean, you know, that is just that sets the tone. I mean, y'all are in ministry. You know that. But worship sets the tone for what people receive. Mm-hmm. I mean, for how that they, you know, interact with the speaker mm-hmm. on some level, if their heart gets opened up. And so E.B. Cole, I don't know if y'all have ever had E.B. on the show, but mm-hmm. she's a worship leader here and. Atlanta, she plays at Brownsbridge. She was at Riverstone for a while and kind of does some stuff. But I mean, for free, I don't, she didn't even charge to do this, but she just travels around and she and Molly Moody, both of them, I don't have anything to pay them, but they just, they so believe in the freedom of women that they come with their guitars Hmm. and they play worship music that just draws people to the, to their knees Mm -hmm. on some level because Hmm. they're just like, okay, wow, this is so special. And we're just singing from our heart. And I think that's the thing with, screens and words like eb's having you repeat and that takes a gifted worship leader to have you repeat a song repeat lyrics without a a a song lyric you know in front of you you know but that is that's an there's an anointing for that for people and so you know getting women to actually sing and not be thinking about their kids in the nursery and who's hungry and you know all those things so all that distraction that sometimes you get at churches taken away, which is huge. And then we have a speaker who's on the other side of her healing, who, you know, just shares what God's done for her, doesn't give power to the darkness, but gives power to the victory. Mm. And, you know, when you when you hear somebody and you hear something in that story that strikes a chord with you, you start to believe that's possible for me. She's yeah. just a normal girl. She's not famous. <laughs> she just showed up mm. off the street, you know, so to speak. And it's sharing this powerful story. So, it, and then, you know, we have our prayer team, which is the crux of Be Still. And we pray for women. People don't get prayed for. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing how many women have come to Be Still. No one has ever laid hands on them and prayed for them. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. You know, I think that is the. That's really know, sad to me. It is. Because the birth of the church. People were uh, intertwined and connected. I know. And that's just a powerful piece of the whole ministry process. But you think even if you're in a small group with married couples, like you aren't just, you're not walking up to 
individual, you know, the leader and typically going around and praying for each individual. I mean, it's rare that people get prayed for anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your husband, but it's just so different when somebody else is listening from, to God and then they're praying what they're hearing for you mm-hmm. and praying just you know, encouraging words yeah. over you where you are not believing that sometimes when yes. you come in yeah. and then you walk out believing it, you are standing way straighter. It's like your spirit man just rises up and says, oh my gosh, I can do this. Mm. I can live this life. I have the righteousness of God. I have the power and authority to make change in this world, you know, to to be the, be the change. Wow. Rachel Faulkner, Brown, Be Still Ministries. Give me a quick uh, testimony and then we'll go to a break and we'll talk about some more. Yeah. You don't have to mention names or situations. Oh, totally. But. Well, I think one in particular I can think about, a girl came and she was telling me this story about, you know, we were I was praying for her and she was telling me a story about her daughter was just struggling with anxiety and school and I don't know how I'm going to, you know, oh, la, la. it was all about her daughter. And I was like, hey, wait, wait, let's talk about mm-hmm. you. Where are you? You know, because I wanted to pray for her. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, you know, that's the other thing too. You're praying for aunts and mamas and grandmamas and everybody else you know because we women we just like when you have a baby a lot of times you just automatically start thinking of everybody else you, like, do, you forget definitely. yourself yeah. and so i'm like i want to i want to pray for you that's good and so i we did um, a prayer for her and it was really about some wounds in her past that um so anyway she ended up going and getting more prayer some inner healing is what we call it prayer counseling and then she ended up sharing at Be Still about what God had done for her. And basically what had happened is she had felt super rejected in the fifth grade. It's amazing what goes back to, oh, to childhood. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, it's when you think you're like, oh, I don't have any wounds. Oh, my gosh. You just ask Holy Spirit. <laughs> go, go back to middle school and elementary yeah. school. It'll ask be your there. husband. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, ask a friend, like, do you see any wounds? You yeah. know, yeah. do you see me react to things that really right. don't require right. that kind of violent reaction? Yep. And so she was having this violent reaction to her child when it was really about her so she ends up going and getting more help but it was because of a night and then i got to put her on a stool at be still to testify what god had done in her life wow. and what god had restored her family had restored uh she was divorced had restored a marriage like in the relationship and been able to ask for forgiveness and to to give forgiveness to mm. her brother. I mean, you know, just amazing things like that, that I'm just like, that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, just living daily life. Like you got to be interrupted. Mm-hmm. You know, she was, she allowed Holy Spirit to interrupt her life. And mm. she's just one, Sarah's one of hundreds, but I mean, she, it was just, it was magnificent to watch her sit on that stool. I was like, I can't believe I got to do this. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, it's amazing. So, well, let's, yeah. let's talk more. Let's hear some more stories yeah. and what's coming up uh, for Be Still, how uh, ladies can get involved. Uh, yeah. There's another one coming up soon. Yeah. Go to rachelfaulknerbrown.com. That's yeah. a good website to go to yes. to find out more. We'll be right back after this break. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Faster than a speeding blooper. It's Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Loving this Tuesday. It is the Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. We just shook off Monday, and now it's talk like a pirate. Arr, <laughs> Tomorrow's going to be a great show. Our special guest tomorrow is... It is uh, Joe Vitale. Joanne Vitale. You is know it? Vince Vitale that okay. we had on. Yes. Uh, it's, her, it's his wife. 
And uh, they, they're coming in to talk about the Robbie Zacharias uh, Church Conference awesome. that's coming up in a couple of weeks. I know we did a little shell moving because uh, I'm right. taking off tomorrow because of Jake's neurological appointment. Right. So you've had to go, okay, let's shift, move. and Well, and they were going to come in on Thursday, but uh, unfortunately, and you, you may have seen this in the news, uh, one of the uh, fellows at the Robbie Zacharias mm-hmm. uh, Institute uh, passed away from stomach cancer just recently, and the, his uh, funeral is on Thursday. Oh, so okay. We moved it to Wednesday so they could make it to both. Of Thank you days. for doing that. Aww. Those are great folks over there. They it's going to be a great show awesome tomorrow. Things. So uh, watch it and see it. Speaking of great folks, uh, <laughs> Rachel Faulkner Brown here with Be Still Ministries. We'll talk more about that in a second. October the nineteenth. Does that date? ring a bell for you mm, it's uh five days after my wife's birthday um no it's also the pastor's appreciation event day at uh the okay i always get these mixed up crown plaza ravinia uh, and dr a.r bernard's going to be speaking there we'd love for you pastor to come and join us and uh and just just take some time off be poured into and chill and have a good time. You sounded like uh, the uh, superhero announcer when you said that. We want you, Pastor. <laughs> I love that. I love it, love it, love it. Anyway, October the 19th, details at where? FaithTalkAtlanta.com. Rachel Faulkner Brown here. You can go to RachelFaulknerBrown.com. Be still ministries. And while the breaks were going on, th- today, because of technical difficulties, mm-hmm. uh, you're not hearing the feed of the, the commercials or the spots, as we say in Radio Land. <laughs> That's right. But we're actually just talking uh, just about some stuff, which is really really cool a lot of ladies have gone through be still yeah and uh no doubt they're telling other ladies that's what ladies do right they, yeah. they can't keep quiet they, yeah. just, they just keep going <laughs> no. can I you mean, keep a secret oh I of mean course i can good, sure. <laughs> i can't telegraph telephone tell a woman <laughs> no, i mean that in a good sense though because women are bold yeah. in the fact of that if something happens to them mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. they're going to tell somebody about it yeah bad or good right good stuff right. happening here let's hear some more stuff some good yeah. stuff going on well last time we um it was kind of funny. We ended up having like a change of schedule and I ended up having to share my story, which I haven't done in like three and a half years. So it was super fun. But at the end, I just really felt like, you know, faith, I challenged the girls. I was like, faith equals risk. Hmm. And because I, I believe that, you know, with all that I am, like if God's laid somebody on your heart, like it takes a little bit of a risk to like call them and be like, mm-hmm. hey, I feel like God is want me to encourage you today or doing something, you know, we, we do the little things, but sometimes like the risk is like people we don't know. You're mm-hmm. just like, Oh, they're going to think I'm weird or, you know, like, Oh, whatever. So at the end of the meeting, um, when we were done, I was just like, you know, I just really feel like the whole room, I just wanted everybody to participate. And we'd already been, you know, kind of sharing with each other and being a little bit more vulnerable in that um, particular setting. And so I asked them to ask the Lord for a, a word or an encouragement for somebody in the room hmm. that you potentially didn't know. Mm-hmm. And of course I'm sitting there sweating. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, are they going to move? <laughs> you know, is this going to, are they going to do this? Are they going to take the risk? Cause mm-hmm. I'd already been talking about faith, how, you know, just in my life, that's really how it, it creates this feeling of I'm living an abundant life when you're living kind of on the edge, right. you know, mm-hmm. of knowing like, okay, God, I'm totally taking a chance with you. And so they actually moved, and it was so amazing. The women that were able to even realize that they already had that gifting in them Mm -hmm. to speak words of, you know, encouragement Mm -hmm. over people. It sounds so silly that you wouldn't know that on some level, but you wouldn't believe people Mm -hmm. are so, like, 
I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want to. I don't want to sound weird. I don't want to think they're. I, they think I'm strange. And so it's so fun for them to rise up in a very safe environment to practice mm. like what we know. Mm. I mean, because if we're not doing that, what are we here for? Yeah, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, we need the people. Um, we need people to rise up and say, okay, this is not just for the prayer team at Be Still. This isn't just for the speakers. This is for me. Hmm. And so to empower them, and I prayed for them to be empowered, to know that God is with them, and then to go and you know speak these words. And oh my gosh, it was so amazing to watch that whole room. I mean, there were there was such a deep work that went on in these women. And just <clears throat> some of the stories, one girl came up afterward and she said, I have this gift. She was like, and I've been so afraid to use it because mm. and she's like, I get words for people all the time. Just mm. prophetic words, you know, words of just encouragement, words of life for them. But she's like, I've never wanted to share because I just thought that was just from me. I was like, but Jesus lives in you. Do mm. you really? He lives in you. And if you're not like saying, you know, your face is ugly. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're telling them words of life about themselves. You're speaking words of truth mm-hmm. that scripture mm-hmm. totally confirms. I mean, so it was so fun to watch her be like, oh my gosh, I have this gift. And I didn't even realize how powerful it could be. So mm-hmm. it's changed her life. Like I, I texted her like two days later. I was like, how's it going? Like, who are you giving words to? Like, are you enjoying mm-hmm. Living on the edge, you know, because it feels exhilarating. I mean, wait, you know, you can't just jump out of airplanes every day. So, right. like, you got to live on the edge. And I think that is the abundant life of just taking those risks and, like, seeing your waiter and being like, hey, how can I pray for you? Like, what what could I what could I what do you say to that? You know, they're always going to give you something. Right. I mean, that's so non-threatening and. I, t- I think I even mentioned that the last time about the guy who spoke and changed the Starbucks and, you know, changed the whole culture of his Starbucks by asking, how can I pray for you? Yeah. So it's the little, those little risks add up to big spirit, man, hmm. you know, to making your spirit, enlarging your territory. That's it. Rachel Wagner Brown, Be Still Ministries. It's interesting because here's a, a, a young lady that uh, had a gift and mm-hmm. was afraid to use it. Yeah. Who knows how many other ladies are out there mm-hmm. yeah and if you set all those ladies free yes like a oh beehive and men as well because yeah, yeah. Exactly. we do the same Could thing you yes. imagine what would happen oh what, what would i mean happen? that's my prayer i mean that's why i drag these 50 chairs around <laughs> on the top of your suv I mean, <laughs> you tie it up there no there are not ah. many vans. <laughs> but i mean i believe that is possible i really do because i know when you get interrupted by the love of god mm. And then you believe something about yourself that you didn't believe before. That Mm. is true. That was already true before you were even born. He knew who you were going to be. He Mm. knew the giftings he was going to provide you. He knew how he wired you um, to do brilliant things and to think brilliantly with the Mm -hmm. mind of Christ. If we have the mind of Christ, why would we be afraid of what would come out of our mouth to bless somebody if we have the mind of Christ. And that's just that's just one of the things I want for women, but that's it. Yeah. You know? We just listen to the voice of the enemy too much we that do. says, oh, no, don't say that because that's too weird. Yeah. They'll, that's they'll think weirdly of you. Yeah, and you don't have to be weird. Yeah. Golly, yeah. you just love people. You like I love that. Yeah. That's exactly. awesome. You don't. It's just it's it's just not um, it's just not hard. But people need permission. Hmm. You know, it's like permission to worship. We were t- talking recently about you know people not standing up for worship. I was like, they need permission. They need somebody to say, stand up, open your hands, receive all that God has for you. Hmm. It's one statement. It's you know, but it, it but it does something in people. It just gives them that 
oomph. You oh, know? I can. I can stand up. I can. I can. Yeah. Well, it's like I mean, you go into a place and uh, like a, an establishment or whatever, and you don't know where to stand in line because right. there are no signs. So right. you're there and you you feel like a fool. You look like a fool. Right. But nobody's telling you where yeah. to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, women and men alike are like, tell me. Yes. Tell me what you know that makes you different. Mm-hmm. Real quick, the next one, how folks can be a part you of it. Well, the next one's October 23rd. It's going to be out in Lawrenceville. Um, and so y'all can just follow along on my Instagram, at Rachel Faulkner Brown, and you'll see the invite. And then the next one after that's November 14th, and that will be in Ackworth with mm-hmm. the beautiful Susan Norris. Awesome. Yeah. And all you have to, and you can also uh, follow the SUV with the 50 chairs uh, tied <laughs> to the top. Yeah. That's Rachel Faulkner Brown. Hey, Rachel. That's me. That's we got to have you back, and yep. we want uh, your husband back yeah, as totally. well. Yeah, totally. It's going to be a great show tomorrow. I will be um, on, on assignment. Yes, you will. Yeah, Dan will be here. It's going to be a great day. Have a great Tuesday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. See you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.